Hey Compass Point, welcome back to Encountering God, the daily podcast to help you stay rooted and stay curious as you encounter God through the reading of His Word. All right, well, thanks again for hanging out with us today. We are continuing the series, and today we are in chapter 25 of the book of Exodus. And so we have moved past all the dramatic stories of God doing all of these things with his people. We've moved into this new phase where God begins to lay out what it's going to look like, this special relationship that he's establishing between his people um, and with himself. And so we've moved through the book of the covenant, and now we move into this detailed description of how God wants Moses to construct a building for him, a building where God was going to dwell with his people. And it turns out this is really more of a tent. It's a portable structure that the Israelites were to carry with them. God was on the move. He was going to be with his people and dwell with them. And so this is a this is a, a powerful part of this book, but it often becomes a part of the book that we look at and we say, I don't know how to apply this to my life. I mean, what difference does it make how the, you know, the Ark of the Covenant was created or, you know, these different things? But there are some things that we can take out of this passage that, you know, help us understand the bigger picture. In fact, the tabernacle, which was the place that God was going to dwell with his people, often has these echoes back to Eden um, in the garden where God was dwelling with his people before the problem of sin entered into the world. And then there's this pointer forward to the future, to the future Jerusalem, the city on the hill of heaven. And so this tent becomes heaven on earth. It becomes the place where the the heavenly realm meets the earthly realm, where God actually comes to be with his people. And in one sense, it becomes a picture of our home too. So Moses goes to meet with God. He's in this space with him, you know, for 40 days. And so he begins to hear these instructions that are being passed along to him. And and, and in verse 8 of chapter 25, we, it says, you know, God says, okay, then you're going to make this sanctuary for me and I will dwell among them. And so there's this picture of his presence. And then he goes on to describe a couple of different things like the ark and the lamps and the table and all the different things that are going to go into this place. But specifically what happens is, is that there's this description about the presence of God in each of these things. I mean, look, the, the, he talks about the ark and he says, between these two cherubim on the, in this mercy seat, that is where I'm going to meet with you. And then when he talks about the bread, he says, this is where the, the, the bread of my presence is going to be. And then, you know, and, and then there's this light that brings light to this space that, you know, and so all of these things kind of refer back to this idea of God's presence. And this is not a small thing. We talk about this all the time today uh, because we live on the other side of the cross. But for the Israelites, this idea of God dwelling with his people or God being near his people um, was remarkable, let alone that he was going to march along with them in this portable space. So um, so that's, that's what I want us to look at today is about the presence of God in the midst of all of this. So my question is, how do you feel the presence of God? Um, In what context does that occur for you? I remember one pastor uh, describing his quiet time, time with God, as chair time. 
And the reason that he described it that way was because he had a particular chair in his house that was the space that he always went to meet with God. Obviously, we have different access to God in terms of his presence, and we don't need to go to the tabernacle. You know, we can go to a chair. And so where's that space for you? Uh, maybe in a similar way, it is a chair for you by a window that you read your Bible every day, or perhaps it's by your bed um, before you go to bed at night, a place that you pray, or at a kitchen table, or maybe it's in your car, um, a place that you always go to meet with God. What is that place for you? That place that in some ways has become holy because of God's presence. As you reflect today and consider those spaces in your life, take some time to to commit to returning there often. Make a habit of making that space a regular part of your routine so that you can meet with God in that holy space. For those of you who can't really identify a space, then maybe the next step for you is to make one. Um, Start today, find a place and make it holy by being this place that you meet God on a regular basis. And of course, that space won't be more holy than any other place. But the presence of God makes that place a special place. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks so much for listening. And thanks so much for following along. We look forward to connecting tomorrow as we continue our series, Looking Through the Book of Exodus. 